Welcome to another great LTS show. Uh, I am your host, Podkins. Uh, man, it is Thursday. Uh, the NBA is finally back after taking a week-long uh, hiatus. Um, and uh, it's back tonight. I got uh, Dallas and the Suns playing uh, right now on TNT uh, on the screen. Uh, should be, I, I mean, do they really need a fucking week off? I don't really think so, but nonetheless. Uh, first hour or so, um, we'll talk a little bit about God knows what. Um, you know, rumors and things like that in the NFL, NBA, uh, and, and whatever else. Um, and then uh, the back half of the show, uh, we're going to, we are for the brand tonight. That's right. For the brand, uh, appropriated shirt here for the brand, uh, is, uh, we're going to give out our top 10, um, greatest special teams players of all time, our top 10. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. I just remembered a guy I have to actually write down. I'm going to take this guy off of the list here. Cause I just remembered, um, Got to have this guy here for my own personal reasons. So, all right. Um, now, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens. And then, uh, you know, we'll talk about whatever else and uh, make fun of each other's lists. And it'll be interesting to see what the guys bring up. Um, we have uh, just a couple guys, and then Johnny's going to be joining us later. So we'll see. Um, we have, obviously, uh, Mr. First Down joining us tonight. Sam, what is up, my man? Oh, nothing much. Storming and raining outside. I almost got stuck in some, you know, pipes made for toddlers as my daughter was crying at the top of an indoor playground. But other than that, no, I'm, I'm making up. Hey, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm not as good. You know, I wore actual clothes to this thing. I didn't wear like the new baseball uniforms you showed me before we went on air. <laughs> So that's they're that's atrocious, uh, and, and all the players hate them. Speaking of the uniform, Sam, um, I'm reading like they're wanting to try to figure this uh, problem out. So if you don't know, uh, Majestic used to make the baseball uniforms, and then their contract ended. They now are going with Fanatics, and they look like um, you know something you'd buy off a wish. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how bad yeah. they are. Uh, it's uh, it looks like you know the Kmart special like you know the jerseys where people like I got a jersey and they would show up and be like uh they got the Kmart jersey uh you know it's not the true authentic jersey that's all all the jerseys look like the pants look see-through if a guy's trying to uh you know if he's free balling they're gonna the whole world's gonna know that uh he's free balling out there well I used to get those shirts you know of course like you're like young and you have your first job and I, I'd buy them from Walmart. And, like, I remember getting, like, navy blue Titan shirts, and I'd wash it once, and it was, like, spotty, you know. And, like, the words are disappearing almost instantly. Gosh, yeah, imagine if I spilt water on it. It would probably all melt off anyway. Yeah. And then we got to our own Mr. Hall of Famer, Scott Cobb. Scott, what's up? There's not just- much. Hey, Sam, by the way. Hmm. Surprise. No, great. Now he's Uncle Fester. Damn it. (laughs) Um, By the way, um, April 1st at Fenway Park having a wet t shirt contest uniform night. 
So yeah, you know, with, the, with those with those uniforms on. Scott, uh, I haven't asked you in a while. Uh, what are we uh, betting on these days? Um, college basketball, but I don't know how you bet on college basketball because any given night, any team is winning, and I don't. I don't know. There's no clear favorite in the men's as far as college basketball. Am I if, am I reading the room right here? Yeah, there's there's two there's a there's a prop up in one of the sports books in Vegas that I heard this morning on a on a show that I I watch. It's UConn and Purdue versus the field. Plus 330 if you take UConn and Purdue. I would tend to take UConn or Purdue because I think that the it's so wide open this year. The ace, I don't think I don't think Purdue are you. I mean UConn maybe, but they lost the other night, a couple nights. Yeah, ago. they got blown out the other night, but they were they were on like a, a thirteen game winning streak. Um, Could you guys talk bad about game. Purdue more so my wife can hear it? Yeah, <laughs> Purdue, Purdue never gets out of the second round, so, so yeah, I, you, you can't bet on them. Um, I would so almost. Tonight, I, I would have to. I would take the feet. I just so I feel like this year is just so wide open. There's no real dominant player, you know, that you're like this is this is a guy that could go on the run. Um, you know, Indiana State was ranked in the top 25 for the first time, uh, you know, since Larry Bird. So maybe they, you know, yeah. it'd be nice to see something like you know a great story like that kind of come back in this tournament. I, I read something today where their best player is going to have to have knee surgery after the season is over. So Ooh. he's dealing with a, a bad knee right now. But um, I'm basically betting on trends. And there's three trends that that I saw. Minnesota's 22-3 and three against the spread this year. They're up seven right now. They were favored by three. So they're Ooh. in good shape right now. Um, and then the two other trends is nobody's heard of these universities before, probably. So Queen's University is like – 21 and three against the uh, to the over this year. I bet them they won the game. It went over again. Um, oh, and then, and then the other trend that I saw was um, that Wright State is number two against the spread in terms of over again, and they played a one in 26 Detroit team that went over as well. So those are three bets that I put in today, be, simply because of trends not because of anything else. This late in the college season, when you see trends, you, you kind of have to attack them. So. Somebody tell me what the hell he's talking about. It, it, well, I mean, little Cruz here Tua. is like his – he's Tua. got a hard-on, like that little muscle. Uh, it's probably, probably about the size of his little Peter uh, for uh, Tua. So that's what he's talking uh, about. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Just, just to let you know about my Tua, my, my thoughts about Tua are this. I, this was the year he needed to show up, and he didn't. So he was not he was not great this year. So he's got a lot of things to prove next year. Left arm of yeah. God is a – it's just not the adjective I would choose or yeah. conjure. Yeah. No, no, I would not. No. With, with yeah. I just don't see it. Scott, but, uh, how about like uh, with my infinite college basketball knowledge being very little, what about like a team like Gonzaga? Being like twenty and six or something like that. Are they are, they they are down. They are actually down this year. They are really? not as good as they usually are. They usually, they usually dominating that conference out west, and they're not this year. St. Mary's is very good this year. 
Um, this, this is a bunch of teams that are very good this I, year. So this is not a typical Gonzaga team. To, that you're to me, see. to me in this tournament, and I haven't really dug deep enough yet, and I probably will here in the next month or so. Yeah. Find a t- find a team that's a small team like St. Mary's, and you find a team that has got a senior led three or four seniors um, that can, that have been there and done that. And I think that's the team I would stamp as like a a team that can make a run. Um, And you're looking at some of these smaller schools that could, that could do that. You want to, you want to look at a team out West. That's pretty good. Grand Canyon is 24 and two right now. And they're playing tonight. They're first in the whack and nobody even talks about them. 24 and 2, and you're not even being talked about. Wow. That's that, that to me, you know, because they don't play anybody and they're a small school, and mm-hmm. the WAC is not the way the WAC was in the past, the Western Athletic Conference. But they're 24 and 2. So if they get an eight or a nine seed, you got to take them seriously. Yeah. They, they've won every game they've played, basically. So if you're a number one seed, if they're in Purdue's region, Purdue's going to be in some trouble against Grand Canyon. And that's strange mm-hmm. to say, but, but it's true. It is. So. It's strange to say. Yeah, okay. so Purdue, you, you got to look at trends in college basketball. Purdue never gets out of the second round. Never. Okay. Yeah. yeah, maybe Sweet um, 16, but they're not, you yeah. know, and they've had this same team, and Edie's been there all four or five years, and, yep. uh, you know, and, and they lost the, uh, what was it Sunday or something like that to Ohio State? Ohio State. And Ohio State's yep. losing tonight to Minnesota, so. Yeah, in the Big Ten, if you're the home team, that you're you're gonna win. But if you, you it's they nobody wins in the road on that con, in that conference. No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, look at a team like Michigan, who was picked to be top five in that conference, and they've just failed miserably. So it's gonna cost Juwan Howard his job, I think, this year at the end of the year. Let me um, let me ask you guys uh, another question because I you know I'm trying to get better at my sports knowledge. Uh, is this is this it for Kentucky? Because it, it is. Like people are dooming and glooming in the SEC pretty hard right now. I think um, they'll make another run into the Sweet Sixteen. They lost what last night on a, a last second a chaotic beater. shot to LSU at a buzzer beater. They're still pretty yep. good. They're up and down, just like every other team in 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 the nation. Really, like when they're hot, they're really really good. And then there's nights where they don't show up. But you could say that about Duke. You could see you've seen Kansas sure. do that as well. Like it, it you know, like. Even all the blue bloods, you know, outside of UConn, uh, and, and you know, UConn to me is a blue blood. Like they're always constantly yeah. right there, right? right. Like, uh, so outside of UConn, all the blue bloods have struggled. Like up and they're all up and down. It's like they'll win four games and then they'll lose two in a row or something. You know what I mean? And it's it's usually on the road. Uh, right. Like it seems like this year in college basketball total is like. If you're no team can win on the road, and that's the thing about the tournament, it's not one single team is going to be playing at home. So it'll yeah, be it'll no. be interesting. Sam, it, it, here's the thing you got to remember about the, the tournament going into the tournament this year. Usually, and Nick Nick will kind of agree. Usually, what we're saying is it's Kansas, Duke, North uh, Carolina, Kentucky, right. yeah, Gonzaga, uh, those type of teams. This yeah, year you can't bloods, say that. Yeah, yeah. This, this year you're going to find a hard time picking four teams out of a, out of a hat to get to the final four. Maybe that's why it's so dooming because I don't know. It does feel different for Kentucky because it's totally yeah. different. It is it's different. Totally it is different. different. But it's not UT, like they're UT's never like super successful in the last yeah. two years. They've been really successful against Kentucky. Well, I, I mean, they, uh, Bruce per- is it Bruce Pearl still coaching there? No, no, no he's, he's at Barnes. Auburn now. He got fired right. because he took kids to a barbecue. Oh, Rick Barnes. Yeah, Rick Barnes is a hell of a coach. He should have never really got fired from Texas. 
Texas, I felt like. like no. Uh, sure, uh, no. Barnes is a good coach, but, yeah, I forgot Pearl's there at Auburn. Yeah, I, I mean, Sam, to be I honest with you, Tennessee, Tennessee could make it to the Final Four this year. They're really good. I would love that, but I, 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 I've, been, I've been hurt before. <laughs> yeah, Rick Barnes is not exactly the greatest coach in pressure, pressure situations. No. So, yeah. Um, I felt like they were the guy that gets when they had a sweet 16. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Tennessee is going to make a deep run this year. I think they could be an elite eight team this year. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure our, our super producer in, in missing is probably going to do some kind of NCAA basketball because he's big on Kansas. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough picking a final four bracket this year because there really is not four teams you can definitely say are going to get there. And UConn and Purdue, you can't even say that either because they could get upset very easily. Yeah, in the it, it'll be game. it'll be interesting how it shakes out. Speaking of college basketball, I don't know if you guys uh, caught um, all of Rick Pitino's uh, statements. Have you seen this, Scott? I have, I have. Hey, and it, it, Sam, have you? Are, are you aware of? Uh, you obviously know in, from Tennessee. You know who Rick Pitino is. You know, right. uh, obviously. And uh, but Rick is now coaching at St. John's, and yeah. so on Sunday. I mean, he laid into his his team. Said this was oh, that's much, yeah. I've I've read about this. Yeah, pretty much the uh, the worst the worst fucking team he's ever coached. Uh, <laughs> said they don't have zero effort, zero talent. I mean, he listed players by name at at, at one point. Oh yeah, uh, and and he went. I mean, just went absolutely nuclear. in on them. Yeah. Yes. I mean, full fledged nuclear. And then he came uh, out. Then he came out like the next day, and he's like, "Oh, that you know, they know they're my guys." Well, so this, he kind of doubled. So Monday, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, he kind of doubled down on it. And mm-hmm. then yesterday was like, "I told him I love them. They're my guys. Uh, you know, I, I I shouldn't have really. Li- I I made a mistake. Of, you know, uh-huh. yeah. So <laughs> somebody, uh, you know, the athletic uh, director came down there yeah. and had a father, father, father John, uh, in, or Mother Teresa, or somebody came My at Rick and said, "Yeah, <laughs> you kind of second from the grave spoke to him." Yes, Rick, what are you doing? Yes, so. hey, you, this is and Patino's. He's, I mean, he's got. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yes, but he's yeah. also got a history of. Uh, you know, sketchy things. You know, in Louisville, there was the mm-hmm. prostitute situation, and and, mm-hmm. and all of that. That's the reason he yep. don't have banners hanging around anymore. But he's kind of yep. doing this reclamation project, and is now ended up at at left Iona, and is now at St. John's. But man, uh, it. I don't know, Scott. What's your take on on it? Uh, like this is his, I think his first or second year there at St. John's. His first year, first Coach year at St. John's. First, oh, yeah. Okay. Number one, number two is after after he loses a game where he's led by a big margin. But they were up by twelve, I think, in that game. Yeah, I get seat. They Hall. lost at that point. Lost uh, five of five of the last like eight games or six. Seton Hall. Seton Hall's usually in the conversation, aren't they? They're not like a bad team, would you say? Or Seton Hall this year is not a bad team. They should make the NCAs. They they have a good resume. But when he loses a big game like this, he tends to go off on other people. It's never his fault. It's always. You know, the, is it his system, fault. Scott? Is it his Players system? fault? You know, it's not his system to be honest with you. His system's been working for for twenty some odd years, thirty years. He's seventy yeah, longer than that, even. You know what I mean? So he, he's in yeah. his seventies. He's in his late seventies, mid to he late seventies. He looks great. He, yeah, he he, <laughs> he said he went home to his wife, and his wife basically read him the riot act. 
So he came back the next day and he had a meeting and he apologized to his team and he and he basically said, "I love you guys," like Nick said. But well, you, he's got to read the room. He's got to like this is yeah. this is 2023. Like yeah. that type of coaching style, even the late great Bobby Knight. That coaching style does not work with today's players. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it it doesn't. Like it's these kids can go to a thousand different places, especially now. St. John's ain't what it used to be here, folks. You know what I mean? It ain't ain't like Chris Mullins walking through that door. uh, Yeah, St. John's ain't what it used to be. And the thing you got to remember is I didn't remember this until it was brought up on the radio today is that he canceled the Kentucky senior night after they lost the big game. Wow. You know, oh, in, I, I don't remember. I didn't remember that. That's pretty cool. Ago, one of his first, like his second or third year, he canceled yeah. senior night because of a loss they had exactly like the Seton Hall loss over the weekend. And his players, his senior players, did not get a senior <coughs> night that year. So he does some crazy outlandish things. But you're right, Nick. It's 2020 you can't be doing this stuff. You guys do not handle it very well. They, no, and, and they can go someplace else and make just as much. Like uh, Michael Wilbon, I I, yeah, I mean, they can go anyplace else. Like there used to be a time like you should just be happy to be a Division One athlete. We gave you the scholarship, right? Like you, you nobody's going to know, you know. But times are different. Kids can go any. They yeah. realize they can go anywhere in the world and, and play ball and and make it. You know what I mean? To the maybe to the next level or. or go someplace else here you know what I'm not saying? to get off subject before i forget i heard in the radio today caitlin class got another year of eligibility left because she, of covid she does she, she, oh, she does i mean yeah does she really want to go to the w indiana i think she's going to the, i think she's going to the w so? yeah yeah because yeah. it'll be indiana with the number one draft pick and they have Aaliyah boston from south yeah. carolina yeah, so that was the number one draft pick last year i'll be indiana fever yeah. next year um yeah, Speaking of coach beef and player beef, um, man, who had uh, JJ Reddick versus Doc Rivers versus uh, Pat Beverly on their bingo card, folks? Because uh, for for to catch the fans up at home, uh, so JJ pretty much come out and he's a former player, Doc Rivers, and said Doc never takes accountability for nobody. He doesn't ever take accountability for himself. You know, it's always everybody else's fault, uh, and. You know, then Pat Bev fired. I think Doc or Pat Bev fired back. Uh, actually, tweeted this out. I, I'm gonna. I want to make sure I get these tweets right here. So uh, let me get this right here. Um, you did it on me for. I didn't do it. It's not my fault. So Pat Bev pretty much said um, he. What? Oh, here it is. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. I passed it up here. Pacers beat Pistons, by the way. Uh, so Pat Bev hey. pretty much said, "Hey, Doc Rivers, Doc me. Rivers gave you a job when nobody else would, um, and uh, says that uh, you know he should have, um, he he sh- we should have started JJ, uh, you know we should have started Jamal Crawford when we were up three one against the the Rockets. Like nobody else was going to give you a, a job and, and and start you, and Doc did. JJ fired back." And he said, uh, also, Pat Bev said you were, he was getting torched by uh, uh, James Harden in that series. So, J.J. fires torched back and says. That guy? Wow. <laughs> yeah. J.J. says, uh, 
His tweet right here says, luckily the cameras in the arena have better eyes than you. 289 half-court matchups. He was 29 of 56 shooting by Harden as a contesting defender. 37% field goal range. 0.94 points per direct ISO allowed on 37 isolations. I guess that's getting torched, question mark. And then previously to the spot where he was like, Doc gave him a job and somebody hired him. He said, uh, get the fuck out of here. I had I had other offers from other teams to start and, and play there. I mean, I do think JJ is right. I mean, you never hear Doc Rivers, and now he's even backtracking this hiring from the Bucks, right? Like I, he's like, I was wondering what the Bucks were doing, firing this guy and hiring me. Mm. Well, let me ask you this question: Is it not fair? Like, can't you just comment on somebody professionally and not personally? Like, did he comment on him personally, or? Uh, did he- uh, JJ. Well, he he said he commented and and on on first take and said, uh, yeah, Doc Rivers yeah. doesn't take accountability for himself and okay. he never right. has. Right? Yeah, but I mean, like you know what I mean, right? There's a difference. That's a fair thing. assessment. I think that's a yeah, Doc yeah, Rivers right. is still living off a championship that happened almost twenty right. years ago. Right. No, you're right. That that's what I'm saying. Like, look, if he's talking about like if I say Nick, you you're a great guy, but you suck on the mic. All right. Those are two different things. Yeah, now, that's not me saying I think Nick's a terrible person in a low life. I, I just don't think he's th- good at this thing, you know, stuff like that. And I, I didn't know if people it seems like especially in basketball, guys get mix their emotions. Oh, their egos get Everybody's yeah. ego gets hurt. It, it, and Pat, right. Pat is probably sticking up for Doc Rivers because he's played for Doc or well, plays for Doc currently. Played mm-hmm. for him in, in the in LA too, so he's sticking up for his coach. And yeah. gotcha. uh, you know that's just different perspective. You know different perspectives. Does right. everybody out there forget Doc Rivers was part of the committee that hired Adrian Griffin as the yep. coach of the Bucks? Doc Rivers was the guy that behind the scenes wanted to get Adrian Griffin out of there. So by him saying all this stuff, the story is out there that Doc wanted to get him out of there. So what Doc is doing, and listen, I was the biggest Doc Rivers fan up until about eight years ago. I thought because he brought us a championship, because he did all that stuff. But they're right. You never hear Doc Rivers says, I'll take full responsibility for this. You've never heard that out of his mouth. He is, If they're up 3-1 or there's a game seven, that Doc Rivers team is done. They're not going to win the game. Because yeah. Doc Rivers doesn't make adjustments. He just plays what, he, what he's going to do. He just does what he's going to well, do. Remember, when he was with the Magic, he never got out of the first round. And no, really not. before they made the big trade, you know, for KG and Ray Allen uh, in the big three. Things straight not, losses. Yeah. yeah, they weren't they weren't great in Boston, nope. you know. Not and at all. Boston. Sorry, I can't help it. Didn't get <laughs> the, this is more of a motivational coach than he is anything else, I think. Yeah. He tries to motivate his players, and when that doesn't work, he's screwed. So I think you're getting the Bucks team that you're going to see all year long. They're not getting out of the first round, I don't think. That's my hot take. I think they're losing in the first round, whoever they play. Ooh, That's what I, I think. I'd have to see the matchup first before I – Yeah, i got to see the matchup too. But I, I just I just think that Milwaukee's going to be, at best, the fourth seed in the East. And that's a 4-5 matchup yeah. against maybe the Knicks, who are younger and athletic. That doesn't bode well for them. Probably better coach. I think Tom Thibodeau is a better coach than than Doc oh, Rivers. I I, I, I love so I love 
And I'll admit I'm biased. I love Tibbs. But Tib, the problem with Tibbs is he does wear guys out, especially, yeah. you know, he plays a he, – he's, you know, he – but his teams are always prepared. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's one awesome. thing about the, uh, a, a Tom Thibodeau team is they're always prepared and they're always going to play fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know Doc Rivers was this polarizing of a, of a, per, a person. <laughs> We're going on, what, a month now since he's been hired? And people yeah. still talking about him, taking shots? Well, they're three and twelve. That are three and six, I think. With is or three and three seven. And seven or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're losing to the I mean, likes of the Grizzlies, and they, you know, and they didn't sound like they're running out the 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 All Star team there. And it's pretty, it's pretty bad when his first win as a Bucks head coach gets him an All Star game coaching berth. I mean, they should have just said, you know what? It's either Adrian Griffin or Missoula from Boston. That's yeah. it. Can't be Doc. He's not. He's not a. He's not. Uh, He's not up for it. So, so guys, um, I, I just sent this guys to you in the uh, uh, <coughs> text chain. Uh, Cowboys defensive tackle Mazzy Smith missed making payments on a storage unit, so they auctioned off his locker. Inside were Jim Harbaugh's Michigan playbook, player exclusive cleats, and other expensive <laughs> items. There's a whole video of it. It's all there. Damn. It's all there. <laughs> Got him. Dang, son. Dang. By the way, by the way, if you're a Justin Herbert fan, you better take a step back next year. Greg Roman wants to run the ball. He said that yep. today in a press yep. conference. All he talked about was running the ball. That's, so that's if you think Justin has been. That's well, they got to find a running back. They got to find one because Eckler's a free agent. Blake Corum, come on down from Michigan. You're the yeah. next. <laughs> yeah. They're going to, I mean, Justin Herbert's going to take a step back this, this coming year. Which does not bode well for the Chargers, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens there. Speaking of football and running backs, um, I, I want to get your guys' take. So I had the lovely uh, Nikki Gist on on Sunday, and I asked her the question. You know, she's been covering the Giants for the better part of uh, five. I think she said five years. She's uh, terrific. And uh, I'm sorry, Nikki, that you're covering the Giants. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, you're too good for them, honey. <laughs> uh, but she, I asked her, I said, Saquon, what's your prediction for Saquon? And she said, Saquon's gone. I mean, your guys' take is Saquon played his last, uh, you know, game in, in a in New York Giant uniform. I think so. I, I don't think he ever meshed well with Dayball, to be honest with you. It seemed like they were always kind of frustrations leading up to that and everything. Uh, I haven't, like, I haven't read anything or any really big insight into it. But uh, somebody had picked up, I think, on Bleacher Report that Saquon really got a lot more vocal about things when Dayball took over. And I, I, he's right. He did get a lot more vocal. So I, I think he's done. He's out. Him and Derrick Henry going to find some place, settle down, get a nice house, you know, somewhere nice. Yes, I mean, I think the market's going to be more for Saquon, Scott, than it will be for Derrick Henry. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, younger, younger running back has more, more left in the uh, in the tank, so to speak. To, both to uh, the, you know, he he has a lot more injuries than Derek does, but yeah, yeah. no, I I still agree. Yeah, he wanted I, to come I, back I, to New York. He he said uh, he was someplace, some some uh, function. He said he wants to come back. He wants he he'd be willing to take a one year offer from the Giants. Strange to me because all that signals is you're going to get the franchise tag again. For one year, hmm. 
I, I well, he didn't sign the franchise think. tag last year. He signed the wasn't a he signed the one year deal, right? They, they or something. Worked out a one year deal, but yeah. um, what is what is what is he coming back to? What is, are they really going to turn it around because Daniel Jones is back <sighs> behind center? I, well, I mean, if you tune in, uh, if you tune in to get up, uh, which I try not to, but sometimes it's just yeah, well, right on no, I don't tune in to get up. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I don't recommend it. But uh, if you like stupidity, just tune in to listen to Mike Tannenbaum. It, it's oh, he, yeah. he cooks up some of the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life on uh, as a joke. There's, like, there's get up, and then there's my show right afterwards. You know, it's just. <laughs> A good shit topping on top of that, you know. Uh, but uh, I mean, he could. He's saying they're gonna. They should trade up, which they probably should trade up to to get you know uh, a top two or three. But some of the stuff that he cooks up, I'm like, who is good ever gonna hire this guy as an their general manager ever again? Because the shit he says on that show, I'm like, you literally can't believe that this trade is gonna be is is something. You know what I mean? Or they should no, do and, no, and it's he says it, and then everybody on the else on the panel goes. Really, you think so? And then they're probably saying in their heads, "What a dumb motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> um, he—that's a pretty good question, I think, right here. Yeah, yeah I no. I think, I, I, think if, I don't know if Dallas can afford him. Dallas is strapped with the with the with the cash. But are they feeling it now. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at the team like Hide your money, y'all. There's poor people about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I agree with that, Carlos, 100. percent Yeah. Um, you got to look at a team like the Chargers who want to run the ball now. All they're of a strapped for cash. That, that's the thing, they're though, too, is they're, they're strapped. They got to I mean, do yeah. something with Khalil Mack. Like, uh, yep. you know, uh, and he just – happy birthday to Khalil Mack. He's turned 33 today. So, Woo! I mean, and you, you got to look at teams that, that need a running back that are close. And that's the team you can you can put them on. Uh, the, Raven, the Ravens. I think the Ravens would Ravens. be a perfect fit yeah. for explaining for somebody like Derrick Henry or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, um, it would kill me to see him in rat bird purple, but I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Minnesota. He could be going to Minnesota. Are they close, though? I feel like they're, it, it depends on Kirk Cousins, and, and they're going to have to play uh, Justin Jefferson a shit ton of – make him the highest-paid wide receiver in the league. Do, do we think Detroit's going to take a step back, or do we think they're going to be on the same wavelength? I feel like they got the running back better. set, right? They got Montgomery yeah. and Montgomery, uh, yeah. they just drafted. Yeah. Philly, what does Philly do? Swift's a free agent. Does he go back yeah, to Philly? Yeah, what does Philly do? I agree with that. I mean, you, gotta, you, you just got to go through the teams that are – that are relatively close, you know, and say, do they need a running back? And that's Saquon. Saquon's yeah. going to get the most money in free agency, I think. And it won't younger. even be, but the thing of it is, is he's going to think he's worth more, but the market's going to dictate he's worth less. He's going to want $15 million teams, a year. He can get $15 million. Do you think other teams' decisions, Denver giving up Russ, uh, Who's who's somebody else that's just like got tied into a quarterback and they're just letting it flow? I can't remember. But well, Justin like, Fields is going to be traded for sure, right? Justin Fields, yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. At what point, like, if you're New York, do you just say uh, Daniel Jones is not the guy? We're paying him a lot of money, but he's not the guy. You know, I think they've already concluded that. I think they just don't want to eat the contract. I think that's I think what it they, is. I think that they, I don't. Where do they draft at, Sam? Do you know? I have no clue off the top of my head, but I can find out for you. Real yeah, quick. I think they're, that they could take a quarterback for they draft, or maybe they try six. to trade up. I want to say this right after the Chargers, so there's six, four or six, one or the other. Juan, uh, Sam's best friend here, says uh, Fields to the Falcons. 
That's the yeah. that's six. That Allen said six. So that's so. the yeah, they're six. That's the talk, but Pittsburgh has been mentioned as a destination for him. Um, New England could be a destination for him. Uh, for Daniel you know, Jones? Oh, for Daniel Jones, I thought you talked about Justin Fields. Oh, Fields. Um, okay, yeah, Fields. Yeah, I think the Falcons. Jones is playing for New York. Yeah, the Falcons, if they want to trade for him and take that contract on, they can do that. But I don't think they want to. They yeah. they should what they should have did last year. We talked about it at the time. Staquan should have got the contract. Daniel Jones should have got the franchise. Yeah, should have happened. And, 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 and the way uh, Nikki talked was like, she's like, they were so far apart last year. She's like, there's that's why she believes 100 percent he's not coming back this year uh, because how far apart they were last year. Yeah, <laughs> I tend to agree. I think Saquon's played his last down for the Giants. I, I think he does. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a couple guys, and it's gonna, we're going to hit this running back thing again, like we just did last off season, because it's, I mean, Tony Pollard, uh, Swift, Derrick Henry, uh, Saquon, it, it are all going to be available. Aaron Jones could be, or you know, AJ Dillon, possibly Aaron Jones. Like the Packers got to look at redoing his deal again. Uh, AJ Dillon's a free agent, so there's going to be a lot of running backs on the market. And but how many of them are actually going to get paid? Because usually, you know, one thing the NFL is not doing is paying running backs. Well, you know, Nick, AJ Dillon's just a guy. So if you're going to take him yeah. on, you're going to take him on as a bat, as a second bat, back for sure. So Josh Jacobs, you know, these guys, Derrick Henry has has. Josh Jacobs is going to be a free agent. Yeah, I didn't even think yeah. about Josh Jacobs. But how much tread does Derrick Henry have left on the tire? I don't know. The Texans would be a fantastic spot for Derrick Henry. Because they don't have a running back right now, no. and I think Derrick Henry could fit in for the next two years and, and be. And they they, the they probably got the money to pay Saquon. Really, the Texans. They do, do too. Yep, yep. So if if a team is looking at a long term, then it's Saquon. If you look at short term, it's Derrick Henry. I wouldn't say kill it, but he did fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would yeah, say, if I'm the Texans, I'd rather have Saquon for two more years than. You know, then Derrick Henry for a one more year. You know, they did, even they the didn't have to do Carlos. They had uh, 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 Demarco Murray. They had Demarco Murray for the, his first two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Derrick Henry. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Derrick Henry reunite with uh, Matt Lafleur in Green Bay. If you know, on a one year deal, go for if, it. If, if AJ Dillon leaves, yeah, yeah, go because for it. Why you're not? not asking Henry to take over that backfield. You're asking him to be a compliment. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. that, and that would be, and that'd be phenomenal it, for him. And if I'm Derrick Henry, here's a sleeper team, and I don't know how the money would work, but if he took a huge pay cut or took a pay cut and became a slip, what about the 49ers? And you're, you you know, you you take the load off the seat, he becomes more of your gadget guy. Yeah. And then you got, you know, you can do multiple things, and then you can, you know, spill him with a guy like Derrick Henry or or somebody like that, or even Tony Pollard. Like so a, Sam, a, you know, yeah. I let think, me ask you this, Sam, and I, I agree with the 49ers thing. It, it would be phenomenal. But let me ask you something: Is uh-huh. Derrick Henry's mindset right now is I want to win a title, or is it I want to make the most money I can? So here, here's the issue. It's a, it's a double edged sword. Okay, so first he has a meeting with all the running backs, and he says we need to get what's ours and everything like that. And they pretty much come out of that meeting going. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's still out there in 
Baptist Sports Park in Nashville preaching how they still need to get theirs and how he can lead the way or whatnot. Is leading the way taking a pay cut to go somewhere? That doesn't seem like leading the way to me. But he did uh, say, and correct me if I'm not if I'm wrong if I'm wrong, Sam. Uh, no, he wanted to get a ring. No, he said yeah. both these things. He said yeah, both like on the bus. He said, "I want to go someplace. I can, I want to win. I want to catch right. Ring. You know I mean? it, it just leaves a lot of us scratching our head, going, "Well, one of these things is not like the other." One. You know, yeah. It, right. it, if you want to get a ring, an easy way to get the ring is to take the pay cut and get you the ring. Right now, I also don't know his mindset. If, <coughs> excuse me. If he wants to be still featured, right? He wants to be the big guy. If he wants to still be featured, then he should go to Baltimore. God forbid, but go to Baltimore, and then you will, you will be the feature. I, I feel. I, I know. I'm not like overshadowing Lamar Jackson's accomplishment, but you get what I'm saying. He, he yeah. be the, He'll be the, he'll be the, the main back. guy, yeah. right? Yeah. So. It's on him and what he wants. And I agree, the Texans probably as well, if they are looking to run the ball more. They did a lot of passing, though, but I don't know if that was because there there was not a very good running game or that's how they played. It just seemed like Antonio Pierce like fell off the face <coughs> of the earth, and then Devin Singletary, who he did really well the last eight, six, eight games of the season. Yeah. But, you know, he's not – He's at the level of if you can He's upgrade no a position, why not right. upgrade? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, anybody out there that's still feel Pierce, like Pierce falling off was a huge shock to me. I really liked Pierce. I really did. I, I was kind of did too taken aback that he he kind of just it didn't look like his heart was really in it when he was running. It was it was no. Weird. And I think once Singletary got going, I think D'Amico Ryan was like, "We're just gonna ride him." Yeah, you know, yeah. We're just gonna ride yep. Singletary, and and whatever happens, happens, and. And also also Titans fans watching this one, I told you so that he's not coming back and two and two uh, Callahan physically got out there and vocally said pretty openly that, Hey, he, he has a choice. If he wants to come back, he can come back. I'll, I'll make it work with him or whatnot. He has not come back. He does not want to work here. It's over. Okay. Yeah. Let it walk. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, and so is Ryan Tannehill. Tanny could yeah, take totally. it back in, in, in uh, I think in Pittsburgh makes sense for him. Uh, reunite with Arthur. Good. And that kind of gives probably. competition to. Juan, as, as much disdain as I have for you, Juan, is Bobby Slowick <laughs> more of a passing game offensive coordinator or does he, can he run the ball? Why? Why are you so obsessed with the the redheaded bastard? Anyway, that's what I, I, I don't know. I, not even my own wife is obsessed with me, so I, I don't even know what we're doing here, right? I wouldn't know what to do if someone was like genuinely nice to me. Anyway, listen, so. if you're a Titans fan and you want to be seven and ten, eight and nine, then bring Ryan Tannehill back, bring Derrick Henry back, bring right. all those guys back. Right. If you want to make the playoffs and be a be a playoff team, you need to go out and prove you know. They're not going to be a playoff team, though, next year. They're not. But it, but Good job explaining it, Juan. Just that. stellar work, bud. <laughs> he doesn't look, have an answer. No, he doesn't. If you want to take just, the next He just step. says he's a Houston fan and has the Oilers logo. Thanks yeah. for the support, bud. Appreciate it. If, anyway. if you want to improve and start building, mm-hmm. then you need to say goodbye to Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, no, I, I'm in total agreement. Guys, there's no way that you and we and we talked about this at the end of the season. There's no way you looked at Spears 
and said, that's not the guy for the future. There's no way you didn't look at that right. and say exactly. that's the guy. Exactly. He's the guy. He's the guy. So life's unfair. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, do you keep DeAndre Hopkins around this year? I don't know. He's got he, one more year. He's got one more year. I, I don't – they're not going to get rid of the the, be, the best wide receiver they've had since they got I rid thought. of AJ. Yeah, uh, so – I, I don't see that happening. Reports of him trying to court T. Higgins, which is foolish because he's going to get franchise tagged with Cincinnati anyway. You know, I hate. I love offseason talk. I love draft talk. But when you start getting in these, you know what could happen things, you start to lose yourself in all of the Just, threads. This is, apart. this is what I hate for fans. Just think, if we get T. Yeah, just Mike think. Evans. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. What, Speaking uh, of Mike Evans, he's gone out yeah, of Tampa Bay, which and and we talked a little <laughs> bit about it on Monday, but we didn't get fully into it. Uh, I mean, I think that's a guy that I don't know what he's going to command. It seems like they said him and the Bucks are are far apart, and and, and bad on the Bucks, bad on the Bucks because that's a guy yeah. who has been there yeah. and done that for you for ten plus years. Uh, I I feel like he's a guy that no matter he should be a buck as long as he wants to be a buck. I agree. I agree. I don't know right. what the thank Buccaneers you, are doing. The answer the first time would have been better, but thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway. They, they need to resign him. He he needs. He's the face of their franchise, and is not. It's not even close. He's and the greatest wide receiver to ever play for them. Mm-hmm. I he's probably I one of the top ten. Top five plus players like how many? How many seasons of a thousand yards? Is it like eleven? Every year he's played, so I think he's played. 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 Yeah, every year he's played. So where he goes? He might be their best offensive player ever. I mean, really? Uh, Who's up there? Mike Allstott? You you be you be dead wrong on that one. I just don't give a shit about little turds like you. (laughs) So uh, is that soft for you? Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mike Evans is probably the number one player on, uh, ever in Bucks history. They're offensive. Like, I, I think defense, you give it to Warren Sapp, Mike Costa, or not Mike Costa, but uh, uh, Mike Costa. Didn't Mike Costa spit in somebody's face? Wasn't that him? Or is that somebody else? Who was it? It could, could have been could somebody have been. else. But I think <laughs> offensive wise, Mike Evans might be the best offensive player in Bucks history. Can, yeah, because you got you really got to take Brady out of it because he only was there a couple of years. So like yeah, Brady was, was only two years, and that was the back. His career wasn't even that. The second year wasn't even good. You know what I mean? Like they, no, they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that last Peyton Manning year. You know? Yeah, was, yeah. I'd say it's Mike Evans. I'd say it's Mike Evans, top offensive player in their history. And, Man, and you're just gonna say goodbye to that? That's crazy to think about because they've have another Super Bowl. You think there would be somebody there? Right, look at that. Look at that team, though. That team was led by their defense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Tony Dungy's defense couldn't get the Super Bowl, but you get Chucky in there and he gets him there. Spider yeah, yeah, White. And they really Spider didn't White get White good White. as a franchise till what? Till John Gruden got there. They were right. they were a laughing stock. Well, so. I mean, till yeah, till Tony Dungy got there, and then you know, yeah, um, they got better, and then John Gruden and then, took then John Gruden, time. and then they were they went to shit after that, really. And then Mike Evans came, and he's been the best. He's been their best player, like. He's and consistent, and the thing of it is, is he's consistent. You never hear a damn bad thing about him. Like, you know, in the age of diva wide receivers and mm-hmm. everybody trying to do this, like, 
Except, except for Lattimore. He goes up and punches Lattimore every Saints. Yeah, yeah, except for the only problem person he has is with, with Marshawn Lattimore. You know what I mean? Death, taxes, punching Lattimore in the face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you're just gonna and you're just gonna say see you later to, to that man who's done everything for your franchise yes. in the last Crazy. decade. Crazy. Yeah. I don't get it. And I, I, I maybe, maybe business, they feel like the wheels will fall off, but I mean, he got another thousand yards receiver. He's got a thousand <laughs> yards receivers with multiple different quarterbacks, or like the likes of Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield, uh, I believe Josh Freeman, even. You know what I mean? I'm like, in. I'm in. Yeah. Like if you if you if you can get him, especially if you're my team with the cap room, go, get him. Then you then you can actually draft an offensive lineman. I don't have to live in Callahan limbo, going, "What's so important to you right now?" Yeah. Uh, to me, I don't know. It, it's I feel like you can address the wide receiver position with the, the enough cap room that you have this year that you don't have to draft one in the first round. Yeah, uh, I, I, whoever gets him is going to get is probably that's probably going to be the best free agent signing of the of the season. Is Mike Evans? I hope it's me. <laughs> No, you know what? Wouldn't it be great? Nick, would you wouldn't it be great, Scott? <laughs> Nick, would you take him as a two-year? I don't really know where he would fit in for us right now. Like a year ago, I said I'd love him, but after watching our young core and maybe just have a veteran. Uh, you think you you think you're like stick with the build it kind of thing? Yeah. 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 yeah, I think I he would that. do he would help Jordan Love immeasurably in the next two years. Yeah, and, I absolutely think he would. Yeah, I mean, I think any team would be – I would be crazy – any team would be crazy not to have him. Uh, but it, w- it would make sense. I'm trying to think of another team that kind of uh, – Juan, Juan well, is out said Kansas Kansas City this year, but that's is in. Isn't that interesting, Nick? I find that <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> anyway. I mean, he could go to Houston. Houston could. could use him. He yeah. very well could. He, he, he could go – The he floor is go. open to him right now. I, 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 get, I get just tired of, like – the the craziness of it all like i think stephen a smith there was a report out there they're like how does tennessee not look like a tantalizing spot right now and i'm like because we got holes everywhere son <laughs> that's why there's swiss cheese but now, but i will i will say this the way the titan should oh, go about LTS shows, business this offseason just saying okay. is okay free agency shout out no fill out their offense and fill out whatever they need on defense. Uh-huh. And in the draft, go after line help. That's yeah. the way the Titans should do it. I don't I know if they alt. will. I want alt. That's- he probably won't be there, but give me alt. But Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, for, for Mike Evans, look at a team that's – I think if he's trying to catch a, a, a team on the run. You if, know, he, if he wants a ring, you know, that's, that's something else entirely. Watch out for the New York Jets or the Buffalo. I don't know about the Bills are strapped, but watch out for the Jets. Like you know, Absolutely. What I mean, Aaron's How are the Jets are not strapped. Are the Jets have to be strapped, right? Are they not strapped? Everybody's on rookie contracts outside of Aaron Rodgers. That's right. Wow, that's right. Well done. If Aaron Rodgers went to Jets ownership and said, "Give me Mike Evans," oh. Jets ownership would move move mountains to get Mike yeah. Evans. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I watch out for them. A team like them, you know. Yep. Everybody yep. but Aaron Rodgers. Buffalo Bills. That's another team. If if Diggs is is yeah, gone. they're strapped for cash though too. They, yep, I mean, they're, they're gonna be this day. All the a lot of those teams are are gonna be hurt. I mean, the Chiefs. What are they going? They what are they going to do with Chris they Jones? They gotta bring back Chris Jones to me. So if if 
if the missing missing Get producer your popcorn out, boys. I think that's the number the one. That's the number one uh, thing for the Chiefs this offseason. Find yeah. a way to get Chris Jones on the contract. You I have to do it. I have to do it. Yeah. So, what what a force, man! An absolute force. God help yeah. me. Well, and we'll we'll talk more about that, but uh, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll get into our list uh, uh, rankings tonight. Uh, Scott's uh, is it Jackie Slater? Right. Jackie look, Slater. look at him smiling. Uh, no, um, Matthew Slater. Matthew Slater. Jackie's his dad. Uh, yeah. In honor of Matthew Slater, Hall of Famer, we all believe, uh, is retiring, hanging up the cleats. So why not do for the brand tonight? Uh, tonight's the power brand. power rankings is our all time top ten special teamers. Um, Scott, we'll start with you. Who is number ten? Number ten is Mosey Tatupu. Okay, of, of the Patriots. Bless you. Who is it? <laughs> Mosey Tatupu. Um, undrafted. Yeah, he's a free agent. He was, um, you pooed in your chair. 14, Fourteen games at running back, but his 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 dent on the Patriots in the eighties was on special teams. When they went to the Super Bowl in '86, he had did you do all Patriots? Back. We were doing everybody all time, not not just your team. No, I'm not doing all Patriots. I got all okay, guys okay, there. Okay. Um, he goes, all the best special teamers were on the Patriots. Nick, come on, hey, yeah. no wonder, no wonder, no wonder, uh, Bill Belichick is, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he had 35 tackles, forced five fumbles, including two in the playoffs on special teams. So to me, when you're when you're forcing that many fumbles in the season, you deserve to be on a top ten list. So that's my number ten. Okay, I'm um, Sam. By the way, by the way, Scott, shout out to Slater. Somebody did a great video yeah. about how impactful he was, and it was crazy how impactful he was. Yeah. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, Morton Anderson is my number ten. Okay. Uh, a very good kicker in the 80s, 2,544 uh, career points in 382 games. That's 25 seasons. Um, he was the premier kicker throughout the 1980s. His longevity has made him a legend that kicked three in three different decades. And the second kicker ever elected to the Pro uh, Football Hall of Fame. I really – this is going to be a, a fun list for us because we're going to see which each of us really value, you know. And yeah, uh, I, I like more – Morton was uh, kicked. Uh, was that him or Gary that kicked? Uh, the, was it was it Morton or Gary that kicked um, the Falcons to the Super Bowl? The other guy was on the other Morton. end, opposite end. Morton. Morton. That was Morton. Morton. Yep. Morton. Okay. okay. That was Morton. Uh, my number ten is a guy who uh, pretty much sealed up the Packers uh, Super Bowl win uh, in Super Bowl Thirty One, and that is uh, none other than the Heisman Trophy winner. Desmond Howard. Scott would know all about Desmond Howard. I definitely uh, do. I mean, two, I think, two kick returns uh, in, in that kick return and a punt return uh, in that in that Super Bowl was Wasn't Super Bowl it, MVP. Scott? Wasn't it? <laughs> so, uh, I'm MVP. I'm number one. Nah, nah, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't put him at number one. But for that game alone, he was, you know, um, I got. To, but I have Desmond Howard at number ten uh, for me. Sam, we'll go to you. Who's your number nine? Uh, I'll tell you if his little thing I had saved didn't disappear on me. Um, I have Johnny Hecker. Uh, okay. I, I just from the sheer amount, I think it's Ooh. net yards. Let me. 
Okay. I had these all saved right in order on my phone. And now they're gone. There we go. There was a, something caught my eye, and I got to remember what it was. Um, but yeah, uh, not to mention the sixty-five yarder in the Super Bowl. That's 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 pretty. That's pretty darn beautiful. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, sorry, it threw me through a loop here. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, one of the longest average part distances, and he stayed at this average throughout most of his career, 44.12 yards per attempt in an average. That's pretty freaking ridiculous when you think about it. He, as an average, is kicking about 44 yards. So Johnny Hecker is my number nine. Okay. Scott, who you got number nine? I don't know if anybody's heard of this guy, but but I read some stuff on him today. On the black and white television. Through. Number nine is Brendan. I am Bedagio. He played with the Bears on special teams and a couple other teams. He led his he led the teams that he played on in special teams tackles seven out of ten years. And he was double teamed as if a fire guy, quote unquote fire guy. Hi, Bobby. So to me, Brendan I am Bedagio, if you lead your team seven out of ten years of special teams tackles, you need to be on a top ten list someplace. Because you're a special teams, so to speak, maven. So that's my number nine. Okay, my my number guy, number nine guy is uh, none other than Morton Anderson. uh, For all the reasons Sam said, I mean, I remember the 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 kick at the Falcons sent the Falcons and the one bar. Remember that was the old school uh, one bar kickers back in the day. Uh, Morton, I think at one time was the all time NFL points leader. So, uh, you know. Morton or Gary, either one, they're brothers. Fuck Morton and Gary both can be at number nine for all I care. Uh, Morton Anderson is my uh, number nine. Scott, we'll go back to you. Who's your number eight? It's Darren Sproles. Oh, wow. Okay. That's and, a good one. And I didn't even was, think about that. And he, for two reasons, there's two different <laughs> teams he played with, the Chargers and the Eagles. <clears throat> He's the career record kick returns leader in Chargers history. And for the Eagles, he's tied for the Eagles' all-time lead with four punt return touchdowns. So to me, when you're in the record books for two different teams, you again, you deserve to be in the top ten someplace. So Darren Sproles was one of the most dangerous punt returners for a couple of years in the NFL. So Darren Sproles is number eight for me. Sam? Shane Leckler is my number eight. It, it just oh, overall impressive. Nothing beats reading 1,014 times he punted, 48,215 yards, an average of 47.5 per attempt. He also broke the longest punt record for the Raiders, 80. He got it 80 yards. Can you imagine Eight, just a ball shooting down at you at 80 yards? It's a, it's pretty flicking, flipping sweet. That's right. Yep, he's um, a Texans player. Yep, I I got uh, number eight. I do have Matthew Slater, first round draft pick, ten seasons, uh, seven time Pro Bowl, special teams ace, uh, and he's going to be uh, you know going to go <coughs> to the uh, Hall of Fame, eight Pro Bowls. I mean, Jesus, uh, you know, seven of those were consecutive. So, and that's the record for the NFL for special teams, sir. Uh, so Bill Belichick said he's a great captain. 
Uh, he makes his teammates uh, better. Slater has 136 special teams tackles and 12 mm-hmm. more in the playoffs. Uh, his best season was uh, 21 tackles in 2010. So uh, Matthew Slater is my number eight. Sam, who's your uh, number seven? Uh, d- 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 number seven, Gail Sayers, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. The guy never got under 30 yards of return. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? I guess he only really did need one sliver silver uh, was it one sliver of daylight. That's all yeah. I need. And boy, he wasn't kidding. And by the way, also found out TSU alum. So go Tennessee State University. Who knew? But 30 yards, God dang. Like every time you touch the ball, damn impressive. Yeah, Scott, I did not. I did yeah, not. Did, did yeah, you watch Gil Sayers play a lot, Sam? <laughs> so, Scott saw Gil Sayers play a lot. I remember. I, I remember the quote. Now, my parents talked about him quite a bit. Yeah. So uh, it, it, he was uh, electric, as my dad put it. He was. He was. I agree. Uh, my number seven is Dante Hall of the Chiefs. Um, you know, the human joystick. Number yep. was his, was his uh, nickname. He set the NFL record by returning a kickoff or a punt in four straight games. That season, he scored seven special teams touchdowns in ten games. Who is, is this? Which is also a record. Dante Hall. Okay, played for yep. the Chiefs and the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he he was the most dangerous player on the field every time he played because he could take a kickoff or a punt return. And he went from fifty to one hundred yards to the to the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. So, and he was fast as lightning. If you watch his highlight tapes, he, he was the fastest player I've, I've ever seen play, like in a Devin Devin HN type of speed. Mm, yeah. So Dante Hall's number seven for me. Okay, uh, my number seven is Brian Mitchell. Uh, played for the likes of Washington, Philadelphia, and the Giants. Uh, Mitchell, he played a little bit everywhere, but uh, Mitchell returned more kicks, 1,070 yard, for more yards than any player uh, in the NFL in NFL history. He scored 13 touchdowns on nine punts and four kickoffs. Uh, as a rookie, uh, he led the Eagles in special teams tackles with 26, uh, and also as a uh, through a uh, 57-yard touchdown pass to Brian Dawkins on a fake punt in 2002 uh, when he was with the Eagles against the Texans. So Brian Mitchell against who? Against who, Nick? Number seven. (laughs) The Texans for all you. Say it loud. Say it very loud. (laughs) Scott, we'll go back to you. Who's your number six? Matthew Slater. Hmm. I mean, he he was the man on special teams for the Patriots. Should we berate him anyway, Nick? Of course. Of course. Yeah, he, he's he's just the reason why the Patriots special teams were so good yep. for year in and year out. No, I, I, I as I told you before, it, it absolutely stunning watching yeah. that video. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. So he's number six. And should he be higher? Probably, but I mean there's some there's some guys that played in the eighties and nineties that are probably a little bit better than him. So sure. Yeah. Sure. But you know, when you talked about the Patriots, he was the he was the one guy on special teams that you needed to pay attention to. So that's my number six. I Same. do enjoy this list so far because Scott went for guys that like did great special teams tackles. I didn't even look at him. 
I, I, I went straight punters, kickers, and kick returners. So shows shows what I know. And I, uh, Gail Sayers never averaged under 30 – I'm sorry, never got under 30 yards in a punt return, not a kick return. So I, sorry about that. Um, number six, Justin freaking Tucker. What What is there enough to say about that guy? I mean – the leg, the opera singing. I mean, what, 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 what can he not do? But I, I, I don't. That's just not much I need to say. The guy is just an absolute bullet. I mean, an absolute bullet. Uh, my number six, boys. Mm-hmm. I had to put him on this list, or else I, I, I just couldn't. He was, uh, you'd be a fan. You'd be fake. You'd be a fake. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, Pat McAfee, baby. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a phony. I, a big fat phony. I had to. I have to put my guy P Mac on the list somewhere. Uh, I didn't think he could fit anywhere in the top five. <laughs> he, it, he played short years, uh, eight years, I believe, with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, in those eight years, he was voted. Uh, P, he was voted to the Pro Bowl multiple times. Uh, was PFF's punter of the decade. Uh, and not oh, only okay. that, I think what Pat has done social-wise to promote special teams in the last five, six years and really break it down and teach us, uh, you know, and, and be the media star, social media star that he is, also enlightens everybody to how important special teams is. Uh, so not only on the field, but even more importantly, off the field, uh, my guy, uh, Pat McAfee. You're 100% true. We sat there with Brett Kern for years and he pumped his tires any chance he could. Yeah. So it it got us all of a sudden they started talking about punters on CBS sports. All of a sudden they started talking about punters. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So more for off the field stuff, but even on the field, the dude was a dog uh, and you know, wasn't afraid of uh, anybody. Um, Okay. Uh, Sam, we'll go back to you. Number five. Desmond Howard, man. Longest kickoff in Super Bowl history. Yep. Most punt return yards in a season. That's him again. Yep. And this guy, 244 punts for 2,895 yards, eight touchdown, and he had 7,595 returning yards. Impressive. I mean, that's all that is. That's a big stacked resume. Scott, you're number five. Eric Metcalf, the Cleveland Browns, hmm. uh, 1989-2002, led the NFL in kick returns yep. in the second season, um, led the league in punt returns, uh, punt return TDs four times in his career, um, third in career return TDs in NFL history with 12. Um, and interesting fact I found out today, they traded Metcalf, the Chargers did, in a first rounder and a second rounder to Arizona to get up to their draft pick, and the Chargers took Ryan Leaf. <laughs> How'd that work out? Not great, bro. So, he's my number five. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Uh, my number five is Steve Tasker. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ninth I like round, that. Ninth round pick, played all the years in Buffalo, seventh <laughs> Pro Bowl special teams ace. Um and uh, he was a Swiss Army knife of special teams, uh, you know, was one of NFL's first special teams coaches. Uh, let's see. T- brought to Buffalo in 1986 to be a special teams ace on tasker covered kicks, blocked kicks, uh, returned both punts and kickoffs. Also had stretches where he was a holder on placements and a personal protector on punts. 
Uh, Tasker, we also know, blocked a punt in the 1993 Super Bowl and later blocked a field goal, uh, only field goal ever blocked in return for a touchdown in the Pro Bowl. And he's also the only special ace uh, ever voted MVP of the Pro Bowl. He finished with 186 career special teams uh, tackles. So Steve Tasker is my number five. Eric is also DK's cousin, according to uh, Bobby G. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, that's a good question. Where we is don't he? know, Jonathan. He's on his way. He messaged me. Yeah. He'll be here. Maybe. He saw you in the comments. He didn't want to put up with your shit. So he's like, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of traveling World War uh, Sam? Come on. Go ahead, uh, Scott. We'll we'll go to I, you for number four. I got called soft today. I have to go over. You know, I have to overachieve. Yeah. So I can look myself in the mirror. <laughs> My number four is Mel Gray. Who played 1986 to 1997, averaged 24.3 yards per kick return and 10.9 yards per punt return. Finished his career with 13,279 all purpose yards <laughs> and great. nine touchdowns on returns. It's not the number years, four it's the mileage, Mel Gray. baby. It's the mileage. Yeah. Mel Gray is my number four. I like I mean, it. He was in Detroit, played in Detroit. On some yeah, bad Lions teams, he was the best, oh, best I don't weapon. Know that Johnny, he's not calling him the left-handed god. Yeah, in fact, on Monday he told you to shut the fuck up about it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen to your daddy; he's a wise man, Jonathan. He's so, man. Uh, Sam, who's your number four? Gary Anderson, the big one bar having Gary Anderson. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, one of the most accurate kicker, uh, low nineties in accuracy. Uh, and, uh, you know, there was the stuff he did for my team, which was great, but it was more of the longevity of his career. Everybody's going to remember him for the Vikings, missing that kick of the Vikings, I think, to send him to the Super Bowl. Yep. But he, he yep. did a lot of great work. And when we, I think, Joe Nedney pulled his knee and we signed him, and he ended up beating the Ravens in the playoffs with just an absolute crushing uh, blow yeah. with a with a, with a a kick. Uh that's my memory of him, but he has a ton more that you can find on YouTube. He was an excellent kicker. Excellent. Uh, my number four is none other than um, Justin Tucker, the best yep. in the game right now. Uh, owns the, the kick for the longest field goal. Uh, so I'm going uh, Justin Tucker at uh, number four. Amazing. Oh. Did Scott, who, oh, you already gave me for number four. Sam will go to you for number three. Number three, I, I'm sure – I don't know if this guy's going to be low. We, we were having this discussion before. George Blanda, any guy that can go out there and kick as well as he did and then go and like, hey, be quarterback and just throw bombs to people, amazing. He got seven touchdowns in one game. He kicked and scored touchdowns, seven touchdowns in one game. That's amazing. They're so He is in – um, my team's Hall of Fame, I think he's in somebody else's too. I have to look that up. But he was a great player. I want to say he's in the Raiders Hall of Fame too. I yeah, think. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He is. <clears throat> and he, that, that is more than just a football player. That is an all-around good athlete. And anybody that was ready to answer the call when anybody needed him to. So George Blanda for me is number three. Scott, you're number three. I had another guy on here, but you guys have swayed me to go someplace else. Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. He is probably the second best, second or third best kicker I've ever seen in NFL history. 
to me. So he, he's a clutch, clutch. He, mm -hmm. he hits every kick. The only thing we haven't seen from Justin Tucker is him making a kick in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I, hopefully that comes soon because he, he out of anybody else, kicker wise, deserves to be in that spot. So was he not on the team when they won the first, when that Super Bowl with Flacco? I don't think so. Was I he? I don't think he was, but he may have been. He may have been. I don't know if he was or not. I don't remember. But if he was, then then he's had his. Does Justin Tucker have a Super Bowl ring? Uh oh, she, his girlfriend. He's asking his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> talk to me. He has. Yeah, he has it. That was the flack oh. here. He's got. He's got. Uh, he he was she on. said okay. yes. Oh, so no. Okay. He's saying right? no. Google, Google saying beat no. you. Google beat you. <laughs> yeah, Google that's saying, an oversight. Google he has saying one. No. He has one. Oh, he has. Yeah, he played with Flacco. So yeah, okay. to me, he's the second, second or third. Like I said, second or third best kicker. Uh oh, here comes here comes Papa Cruz. He could set. He could set. Right your now. son in the comment section. Yeah, yeah. We're having. We've yeah. had enough. Can you send him to bed or something? No supper. <laughs> He he's a grown ass man, bro. He's twenty six years old. Hey, look, nobody can be. It is what it is. All right. So, so yeah, he's my number three. What? What? Just. Well, I'm not. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna go back and read the comments. I'm just gonna take. Right? <laughs> more more left hand of God and whatever. He did call me yeah. Cap, though, which I appreciated. Uh, Johnny, I don't know if you got your list ready, um, but we've already we're at number three. If you just want to give us five, you can give us five through three right now, real quick. We won't make you do six right. through two. That that's cool. I got um I got Adam Venetari on the at list. Five? What? No, no, he'd probably be yeah, he'd probably be top five. Okay, honestly, he's probably the best kicker. Twenty seven, yeah. Twenty seven. My bad. Dad. You're getting old, John. Um, <laughs> I honestly, you can still beat his ass. Take him, Johnny. Take him. Uh, see, hey, Papa, yeah. Dad, Daddy, go to he, he know, he know, he know. <laughs> um, um, I would have. I mean, I, I got Devin Hester in my top five. F4? I got. Yeah, bro. Oh, he's the best. Got... He's the best. I mean, are, are I know put, I got him high. That's why I'm asking. You got these guys low. We, I feel like. Are we putting Prime in there? Because he yeah, was probably in there. Yep. he was probably Prime's the best punt returner when when he played. Yeah, well, I got yeah. Prime I'm later on my list here. And that's that's the okay. beauty of this list, though. I mean, like I said, Scott's got guys that like led like tackles and made like. Yeah, super I mean, I got players. I got I think Reggie Roby should be in the top ten mm -hmm. of yeah. special okay. teamers. Probably the best punter. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, what team did he play for, Johnny? Do we know? Uh, I believe he was a Miami Dolphin, and oh he was a, he was an All Pro. Oh my God! Hey, 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 Scott, you put Slater. Back. You shut up. You put Slater. <laughs> well, I mean, we all have Slater in there. I mean, so. yeah, Slater has to be in there. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, my, this is my number one. Where you at? Who, who you got at three, Johnny? At three, I would I would probably put I would probably put Steve Tasker there at, at three. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what he was a Pro Bowler like the majority of his career. I want to say as far as for special teams, Steve was number five. Steve was number five for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so number three, I, mean, like I said Steve I, I got. Yeah, I would have Steve Tasker at three. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would honestly have Prime at one, and I know that's you're know saying because he was only kind of part time special teams, but 
I mean, he was, well, he we was phenomenal. Got, you know, okay, so go ahead. You break it up. Okay, so go ahead. I'll stop at three then. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I got number three. Number three is Adam Vinatieri. I mean, you turn on any – I mean, he's got four Super Bowl rings. I mean, started off the dynasty in the snow and then tops that with a Super Bowl walk-off Super Bowl kick. Uh, even the, the first Panthers uh, Super Bowl, uh, they won that one. He made a kick in that one. Uh, the Colts uh, made some big kicks for the Colts all them years. So I got Adam Vinatieri at number three. Yeah. Johnny, we'll go back to you. Who's your number two then? Oh God. I'm struggling with this kid's first. Was it Daryl Hall? The, yeah. the human Dante choice. Hall. Dante, Dante Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put Dante Hall at number Hall two just because yeah. he was it was just it was just it was like watching a video game for real. The way he, mm-hmm. he yeah. ran the ball back. I had him uh, on his list. Turn. Yeah. Yeah, so he he would be there. I mean, yeah, like I said, prime. Mine is mostly kick returners. Prime. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, nothing wrong. Everybody went different. I we I had a mixture of a little bit of everything. I was Scott too. Yeah, Scott, who's your number two? Uh, Bill Bates of the Dallas Cowboys, 1983-1997. Played 15 years. They created the NFL created a spot in in the Pro Bowl. Specifically because of what Bates did in '84, um, 216 career special teams tackles, which ranks third or fourth in NFL history. Um, oh. Played 15 years for the Cowboys. He was a special teams guy, along with being a, a safety for the Cowboys in that era. He was the undeniable reason why the Dallas Cowboys were top two or three in special teams. For years, he, he was he was Bill a gunner, Bates. wasn't he? Wasn't he a gunner? He was a gunner, but he he, he made all these tackles. They double teamed him as a gunner, um, created open spots for other guys. And if the NFL creates a spot in the Pro Bowl because of you, then again, you deserve to be in a top ten list yep. because the NFL does not yeah. do that stuff unless you are special. So, a hundred percent. Sam, go ahead. You're uh, number two. Adam Vinatieri, uh, for a lot of the same reasons you you said, just uh, Mr. Clutch, right? I mean, I, I know Super Bowls that my dad would be like, all right, he's going out to kick, and he'd go ahead and turn it off because Adam Vinatieri was making that kick. Nobody yeah. doubted that. It, yeah. He was called Mr. Clutch for a reason. All-time points leader in uh, NFL history is Adam yep. Vinatieri. <coughs> yep. I mean, even going back to the, the infamous <coughs> tuck rule game, I mean, that, that was a 45-yarder. In the fucking snow, in the blizzard. That thing felt like a concrete block. Yeah. 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 That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, My number two guys, uh, none other than Mr. Dion Primetime Sanders. Uh, I mean, this is the guy you didn't want to kick to. You know what I mean? Oh, no. No. I mean, just for what you you knew, if he was going to get it, it was going back the other way. You know? Um, Electrifying. Yeah, and I feel like his run was a little shorter at, at return because teams didn't want to get him hurt because he was, you know, clearly the best corner top, you know, maybe could be the best corner all time. Um, but uh, Prime is my number two. Uh, Sam, we'll go back to you. Who's your number one? Primetime Deion Sanders is my number one. I, I, I struggled on this one between him and Hester. I loved – 
Hester's professionalism. But there's no way you watch tape of primetime Deion Sanders and not see that razzle-dazzle. It's uncanny. And there'd be times I, – I, 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 remember, I remember my dad, and we sit there and we watched games with him, and, he, he every, of course, people either loved him or hated primetime. And uh, dad would sit there, and he's like, he's a lot of things that I don't like, but he is undeniable, and that is absolutely true. There, there was like you said, no stopping him. He was going to take it. So, primetime Deion Sanders, number one. Scott, number one. So I have a tie for number one, and it's Adam Vinatieri and Deion Sanders. <laughs> All right, um, tie. There's no yeah, tie, Scott. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give it to Vinatieri because when the Patriots. Oh. When the Patriots oh. <laughs> You, you you have you have to put him in the top three. I mean, kicker wise, made every clutch kick there was to be made for the Colts yeah. and the Patriots. Started the dynasty in the snow in Foxborough against the Oakland Raiders. Um, two game winning kicks in the Super Bowl. I don't remember another kicker having two game winning kicks in the Super Bowl. Um, and won four Super Bowl rings. He's a lock first round Hall of Fame when he's eligible. Yeah, I think what so, two more years maybe. Two more years, I think. Two, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Colts went out of their way to sign him to the, one of the richest contracts in, in NFL history for a kicker because of that fact. So yep. he's number one. He's number one. Johnny, you're number one special. It's it, it, it's it's prime. You know what I'm saying? I I mean he's he's probably. I mean I, I'm old enough to where I remember LT. You know what I'm saying? So. But him, him and Prime are probably the two greatest football players that I've ever seen play football. Um, and, and just watching him, it, it was a shame. Like you mentioned, they didn't, they didn't put him back there much, you know, later on in his career because they just didn't want to risk him getting hurt. But um, right. he, he was just, he was just amazing to watch, man. Like, like I said, between him, Hall, and Devin Hester, those are obviously the three greatest punt returners. But Primetime was just he was just special, bro. And then he was flashy about it too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't don't let him have those last 20 yards with nobody around him because yeah, he's dancing. He's high stepping his he's ass. High stepping and dancing yeah. his way into the end zone. So yeah, yeah. Prime is, is the number one special team ever in my opinion. Uh, go ahead, Sam. You got something? To say? Do you remember uh, before the Super Bowl he went out and he had a party? It's back when he was with the 49ers. And he goes out and he has this just party and shows up for practice or something. And Jerry Rice is waiting for him in the locker room. And he goes, I don't know where the hell that you think you can go out, do what you did, think you can come in here and have respect with anybody. And Prime said, he just looked at him and said, hey, you know we're going to whoop that ass anyway. (laughs) Calm down. I mean, the stories you hear about Prime is is, just one of one uh, incredible athlete. Yeah. but my number one special teams are, you know, and, and the reason it's not Prime is because Prime didn't have the run that this guy had, and that's Devin Hester. That's Devin fine. Hester is, is, I struggled is with it. I struggled really He's hard. going into the Hall of Fame uh, this year as a punt returner. Uh, so just, you know, for reference, uh, he was a member of the 2000s NFL All-Decade team. Hester holds the NFL record for touchdowns on kick returns with 19, 14 on punts, five on kickoffs. He scored a Scored its twentieth touchdown uh, when he became the only player uh, became the only player to return an opening kickoff of a Super Bowl for a touchdown, a ninety-two mm-hmm. yarder against the Colts in two thousand and seven. 
Hester led the NFL in punt returns in back-to-back seasons with 17.1 yards in 2010 and 16.2 yards in 2011. He ranks eighth all-time with his 11.7 punt yard return average and also averaged 24.9 yards on kickoffs. Uh, So uh, Devin Hester is my number one special teams all-time. I mean, it was an incredible list, boys, because we all had somebody different at each spot. Yeah. Um, I mean – uh, a couple, um, you know, honorable mentions: Josh Cribs. Cribs is definitely yeah. up there. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a good one. You know, I, I I got lucky to have Brett Kern up there, who's really up there. I didn't know yeah. how lucky he was up there, but he was he was up there. So, um, shout out to uh, Larry Izzo. He actually is the all-time special mm-hmm. teams in tackles. Two hundred and seventy-five uh, special teams tackles. Larry Izzo. Yes, uh, longtime so. Dolphin. Yeah, so, yeah. oh God, for God's sake! Yeah, I'm just stating a, I'm just stating a fact, bro. <laughs> One of Jimmy Johnson's last years in Miami, uh-huh. um, he said there were two guys that were locks for the roster: Dan Marino, Larry Izzo. Uh-huh. Who says that about special teams guy? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody ever does. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, Matthew Slater. You know what I mean? I keep wanting to say Jackie, but that was his dad. Yeah, uh, all of fame yeah. offense. So. Um, but yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's the list. Hey, put in the comments section, um, you know, so Sam doesn't have to do so much homework. What list, what top 10 list would you like to see us uh, put out? We've talked about doing different teams, doesn't have movies. to be football oriented, it can, it can be, be anything, it can be any, yeah, any, any, yeah, um, any sport. Yeah. Uh, Tom, yeah, Darryl, Darryl I said honorable mention Daryl Green, too. Daryl Green was a ah, that dude was there, there was somebody, yeah, there was somebody yeah, else in my head. You guys, my you guys, uh, did you guys have uh, Desmond Howard on y'all's yeah, list? Yeah, and we all, me and Scott both, or me and Sam both did. Scott refused because of what he did to his Patriots. So. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> Scott got really petty. It was really sad to see, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do um, wrestle wrestling uh, probably the week of WrestleMania. There, uh, Alan, top ten. Top 10 it, hey, Tua still won't be on the list, little Johnny. So Tua still won't be on the list. The list is Steve Young, Mike Vick, 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 Mark Brunel, Mark Brunel, yeah, Mark Brunel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, God, I don't even know if I could think of ten. Frank, yeah, Tarkin. I agree. Bobby G yeah. is another one. Deshaun Jackson. He, Deshaun he Jackson. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did, K- Kale's right. Daryl Green was speedy for way longer than any person uh, possible. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Alan wants us to do top 10 Texas Rangers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck that. Top, top, 10 10 WrestleMania. top ten WrestleMania moments. I mean, they're all, for me, it's they're all going to come from like three. Well, we're going to we'll do like our top ten wrestlers during yeah, WrestleMania. That, week that I can do. Top me ten too. wrestlers I can do. Yeah, we'll do that. Top ten WrestleManias. I don't even know that I saw ten of them, bro. You can't. You can't. You can't narrow it down to top ten WrestleMania moments. There's just too many. Thirty nine. Top, uh, top ten catchers. That that'd be fun. We oh, could yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 We can top go to five closes. Yeah. Two, two is number one, right? Top, top five closers. Uh, baseball closers? That'd be good. Yeah, top I was about to say, yeah, we all know who the top closer there is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Mariano Rivera, the hand of God. Hey, that's, yeah, I mean, you're over here talking about two of being the hand of left hand of God. That's the hand of God. The hammer of God is, <laughs> right. you know. 
Top <laughs> 10 college football upset. How the heck are you going to go What's up, Kale hating on Mike Piazza? What's wrong with Mike Piazza? Because he was a Met or because he was a Dodger? Which one? Yeah, both. Alan, how are you going to come up with top 10, 10 college, college football, football upsets? I mean, that'd I be pretty good. Like more than two. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. I'd have to do some research. I'd have to look at yeah. it. Yeah. You know, well, I had to do that for this one. I, I just Googled. I had to Google just to refresh my brain of like who the fuck was you know, trying to remember. Obviously, you know, you remember Hester and Prime mm-hmm. and, and a couple guys. But then you're like, well, shit, man, I forgot. Right. And then I was right. looking at this list. was like, right. oh, shit, I forgot about this. Well, guy. I mean, especially with what they've done right. to special teams the last five yeah, years or so. Much you know what saying? Yeah, they pretty much got yeah. rid of it. Right. Wow. Yeah, we already saw that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kale oh, says uh, was a shitty catcher who could hit. I mean, it's facts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was. Alan, my number, my number one college football upsets: Boise State over Oklahoma. I was just about to say Boise State. State. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big yeah. one, bro. That's a big yeah. one. Alabama. Was that the Fiesta Bowl or something like that? The uh, yeah, it was. Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Liberty play. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then he had to make it all lame and like propose to his girlfriend and shit. After yeah, that. yeah, like you ruined it, bro. You ruined, you ruined the moment. Uh, ruined the, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see true love. Ew, gross. <laughs> Would he have done that if they lost the game? You know what I mean? No, no. I love you. He I would have, he would have asked her in the car on their way home while he was cry- <laughs> while he was crying. <laughs> no, he would. You know what he would have done? He would have walked off the field and just threw the ring up up into the stands. Here you go. Marry me. <laughs> God, what yeah, year was that, bro? The, the year LSU won the Natty. Uh, yeah, uh, that was year. Saban was there. Saban was there. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 Games I mean, Appalachian yeah. State, I think the one that sticks out to me is Appalachian State over Michigan at the big house. Yeah, 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 yeah. we yeah. talked about Yeah, I mentioned that, that a couple one, weeks ago. Yeah, that yeah. That was, that's yeah. going to stick in my brain Every, forever. A lot of people overlook App State. They they fight, man. They're, they're, they're a scrappy team. That kind, of put, that kind of put them on a the map, though. You yeah. Saying, yeah. You, 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 Michigan, I don't know if it was in Michigan, too, right? It was in yeah, Al- in yeah it was in the big house, yeah. You think Michigan's going to Appalachian State, Johnny? No. I mean, I don't I mean, for me, go back. My bad, you right. You go back to '84. It was Boston College over Miami of Florida. Sorry, that's, what, that's what I was getting ready to say. I, I couldn't remember I if that know. was like a major upset, but I remember the Doug Flutie. I, bl- I blocked that. I blocked that. Miami was a wagon. I blocked that. said I can't go back there. Miami was a huge wagon for all those years. Miami of Florida, yeah. yeah, and to beat them like they did was is wagon another term for cheating? <laughs> no, Wagon is another team for for a team that's loaded. They were yeah, loaded. They were right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean the, the Patriots over the Dolphins eighty five. They haven't won in Miami in years. I mean, we 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 can do top ten. You know, say college football seasons. Uh, you know, what I'm saying like like somebody somebody put out on, on Twitter yeah. was it LSU? LSU, you know, Joe Burrow's LSU over the the two thousand Miami team. Like, nah, man. People need to chill. People need people yeah. don't remember how loaded. That oh, Miami yeah, Cordell Stewart, was, Colorado with Cordell Stewart over Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that was, was such a fun game, too. Wasn't that, that was on the Hail Mary? Yeah. Was that the yeah. Hail Mary game? I, my, Mary vote, game. my vote would be uh, uh, pitchers, top 10 pitchers in uh, MLB, like your top yeah, 10. Yeah, we can go through. Like I said, we can because, go through the whole diamond. Because you, you – I guarantee each, each of us would come up with, like, 
a different order or some different names we've never. Oh heard. yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Top ten yeah. currently or top ten of all time? Oh, top ten what? of all time. So I don't do it so much for this list, but when I do a top ten list, I always say. I always say um, from my per, what I've seen. So, like, I don't like to go back from like you know. So I was born yeah, in eighty, so I eighty seven. So I don't yeah. really try from really pretty much nineteen ninety to now. It's like my you know See, that, and again, that's what I try. Right, I try to go off of like what I saw. No, yeah. so, like I, I'm not gonna put you know what I'm saying Babe Ruth or somebody on the top. No, I, like, I, I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess if that's what they you know what I'm saying. There's some yeah. point where eras, you know, you just got to let it go, right? Yeah. Right. The, the right. People yeah. got bigger, yeah. faster, stronger since then. Right. So, like, I guess in our, in our lifetimes, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I do. Well, yeah, well, that's the no, all-time in your lifetime. That's what I do. Sam had Gail Sayers and uh, George Blander on his list. I mean, uh, those are the games he watched back back love, in the day. I love I love history. Okay, there's not a no. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, what I've yeah. I think this list was a little harder because it's it's narrow. You know what I mean? It's a it's special yeah, teams. Yeah, so it's, it's, right. Yeah. It's special teams. Like I ain't got a front that threw me off when I when I saw that in the thread. I was like, really? That's, that's but really. I had everybody. Uh, and that I was had a good it. one. I did watch all these guys play. Like, you know what I mean? I did yeah, watch. Yeah. I do remember. You know what I mean? Right. I, I I got very lucky to have a lot of, like, grandpas and stuff like that tell me these things. And then you'd go back and you'd look yeah, on yeah. YouTube yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But there's not, like, there's not a a, 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 a thing alive that I forget you know, way. How young, I forget how young Sam is, yo. Like, <laughs> he'd go back and watch it on YouTube. That was, <laughs> that was, there was no YouTube when Grandpa told me to told me stories. About I remember, I remember as a kid when the when the Titans first got here, that uh, that one of the things they showed was, uh, oh, geez. Earl Campbell's run with the jersey disintegrated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. that always sits right mm-hmm. there in my head when you talk about football. It was yeah, that's one of the greatest plays ever ever seen. I've, I've never seen. Alan's got a good one too. The top ten snake bitten franchises. That's a good oh one. yeah. The Dallas Cowboys are number one. They got yeah, they got rings, bro. Yeah, you gotta look the, at somebody like 25 years of the Dallas Cowboys. So teams, so teams, teams, I, teams. I would take the Cowboys last 25 years over the Jets last 25 years. The yeah. Jets. Or, Cle- or Cleveland up until these last couple years. I mean, they yeah, lost yeah. their franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then watch the Ravens win two Super Bowls with the roster that they built. Like yeah, right, you know right. that, that's a hard yeah. that's a hard. Ooh, hard and the coach that they fired went to New England and became the greatest coach of all time. Right, I don't know. Oh wow, because Bill because Bill Parcells Pete Carroll willed it to happen. We're talking about Pete Carroll. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one to make. And we we'll have to figure something out this year. We this week we did uh, special teams because Matthew Slater retired. <laughs> So maybe we'll 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 take some of these in, and then uh, you know we'll we'll pretty much do this every Thursday, folks. Uh-huh. Oh, oh man! Up until football season, up until football yeah. season, we'll do these yeah. top tens. Top uh, ten all-time former Green Bay Packers that got traded to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but this Who's is going to be taking people out of nineteen fifties. I'm like, so. <laughs> Blow the book dust off. 
Uh, uh, let's get our uh, final thoughts. Uh, Johnny, we'll start with you since you know uh, Johnny. Uh, yeah, since I, just, since I just got here. Apologies for favorite, that. Uh, who's your favorite co-host? Go ahead. My favorite co-host, Tanner. <laughs> who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Isn't it spelled T-R-A-I-T? Yeah. Never heard of her. Yeah, never, never met her. No, nah, man. Again, so, sorry, I, sorry I got here so late. If we wanted to be special guests, we'd have a guest segment with Tanner. Where is he for the guest segment? Do we, do we know? No idea. I don't know who she is. He's, I like that he's, he's, put, like he's that putting one. in that work, man. He's putting in that work. Tanner. No, I know he is. I know he is. <laughs> but no, apologies for, for showing up late today. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, but I'm happy I was able to get in a, a little bit here. Uh, I'll definitely go back and, and watch it. Um, if you weren't able to watch it on YouTube or if you want to listen to these guys again, you can always check out the show on Spotify. It'll be available on Spotify as well. But, uh, no, happy to be back here with you guys. And, uh, again, sorry about being late, but um, looking forward to being on with you guys on Monday when we have uh, Jim and Jonathan. What are we doing, the NL West? Yeah, yeah, National League West on Monday night. NL West on Monday night. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be Dodgers, Dodgers and then everybody else. So. <laughs> Right. I mean, can you really? Uh, I mean, you got to give Arizona some kind of love. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know, not to, win a, not to win a division, but they, you know, saying they got a little, they got some good experience last season, and I don't, I don't know, they didn't make any moves. <laughs> they didn't nah. make any moves this this off season. Yeah, the, Do- the Dodgers are going to have fifty four of the easiest wins they've ever gotten between San Francisco, Colorado, and. Whoever else, the Padres have still got some guys on their team. Say, yeah, the Padres still got talent on that team, bro. Like, yeah, they just they just, got... seem, they just seem to not be able to put it together. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they still got um, Machado, and they still Machado, got they uh, still got Fernando Tatis. Yeah. They still got you, Darvish. They're moving Bogarts to second base. Got Darvish yes. there. Still he got Bogarts. Yeah. They never uh, should have. Hey, Scott, Scott, before I meant to ask you at the at the top before you give our final, your thoughts on what Dever said. Did you see your, uh, what Dever said about Denver? Devers. The no, no. Oh, uh, Devers? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, the Red Sox. Listen, this Red Sox team is going to be such trash this year. And he's already pretty much saying they're trash. <laughs> like that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, because look, look around you. You got. Trevor Story, okay, he's never panned out in Boston. He was injured last year, and then the year before, he, he didn't really do that much. Then you got Devers. And what else do you have? That's you, it. You, you signed, you signed um, the pitcher. I mean, his, his name's eluding me right now. You signed him to a big-time contract. He's never pitched well in the majors. Never. Tyler Glass now, maybe it was. But, no, Tyler Glassdoor is with. No, uh, it's the other guy I'm thinking. I don't he just went to the Dodgers now from yeah, Tampa. I, don't remember. Um, I, I know what you're talking. <laughs> I can't remember his name. You'd either. be lucky to win 55 games in Boston, and the owner is MIA. John Henry he's, is. He's, is he's no trying to run a soccer team. Scott. I was about to say, yeah, he's yeah, too worried about his soccer team. Bro. And don't slum it on down with us Guardian fans. We're having a great time. <laughs> They're worse than the Guardians. They they could be in Ooh. Oakland A's territory this year. Oh, they're not gonna really? be that bad. They ain't gonna be no. that bad. No, no. I, I would. Oakland A's are running out of high school team. I would bet they're to the ground. I bet they're to the ground. <laughs> their offense is trash this year. They have nobody on offense. They, they're expecting they have no um, pitching staff. But that's what Devers said. Devers didn't really call. He was pretty much like, 
I don't know what the hell's going on here, but uh, I'm looking around and we need to do something. And, and the time is now to do something. We ain't done. Do shit. they do they the trade him this trade deadline at the trade deadline? No, they'll keep him. They'll keep, keep him. He's, he's only what? He's, he's still only what? 20, 25? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, still young, right? He's still yeah. young. But he's been their best going, players, you know, outside of since yeah, Mookie yeah. Betts and everybody else. Team that was that was that was the beginning of the end right there, bro. Trading yeah, Mookie Betts to go from a team that spent millions of dollars on guys to a team that doesn't want to spend a penny on anybody. I, I don't know what's going on. I, re, I really don't. Well, uh, hey, you I, got Theo. Theo's coming back. Theo's coming uh, back. He's gonna shape. Yeah. He'll shape him up. He's gonna look at this team and go, um, "I'm out." I'm out. <laughs> See you later. I'm done. I mean, every team in the division improved. The Orioles got Burns from Milwaukee. Well, the, the Rays didn't really improve. They might have got worse. That's so, yeah, the Ra- but they're still better yeah, but than they the got, They got so much good young talent, bro. Yeah. Their pitching staff will, will, will differentiate in the American. They may make a wild card because of their pitching staff. Pitching staff's not going to be that bad this year for Tampa. Yo, they'll probably get yeah. swept by the Yanks. I hate to tell you. Yeah, probably. I mean, the sad thing is that the one time that they try to attempt to lock up a young talent, it winds up being one of the worst, possibly one of the worst human beings on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah did you see what the Chiefs did today? They signed that punter that that used to be in that rape rape case. I mean, good good, good for him if if he truly yeah. didn't do anything. He just oh, he was found innocent. It was crazy how that happened. So, I mean, good good for him getting an opportunity. So, of course, Kansas City gets a, a freaking weapon like him because he's yeah. got a hell of a oh, leg. the kicker. Who is their punter? Townsend. Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend. He was Tommy yeah, he Townsend. Was, he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and, but this kid's got creative. this kid's got a, a ridiculous leg, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they call him the punt god. So I, I think what the Chiefs might be trying to do now <laughs> is is sign guys on the cheaper that are talent wise a, a little bit below what they had to go after to sign Chris Jones. They're gonna have to free yeah. up some money someplace. I mean, so I think that's we, we, we talked about this last week too. I mean, there's gonna be people that are gonna want to play for the Chiefs. On, on, on a, you know, with the low yeah. salary because of Mahomes and because yeah. of the opportunity, what it did. So, yeah, they'll be able to plug in the holes like that with cheap contracts. Um, they're not gonna let Chris Jones leave the building, bro. There's they no can't. way, no, they can't. Can't. there's no way they can't afford it. They can't afford it. So, yeah, yeah I think that's what they're trying they're to trying do. They're trying to win three in a row, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chris Jones got to be a big part of that. Yeah, all right, so, Kale. See you, see you Kale. Kale. Uh, I guess. Scott, any final thoughts here before we get up out of here? No, I mean these these shows are even you know Jonathan and Jim are great. These shows are, are really good because I love Thursday. you get to find out about everybody else on the show and what they're thinking is in, in terms mm-hmm. of these top tens and stuff like that. So it's yeah. it's phenomenal, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that we're without a Sunday show for the next five, five four or five months, so uh, it's great, you know. And hopefully we'll be back at Sunday at some point. <clears throat> Do that, yeah. show John. Up. What do you, John? <laughs> put put a leash on a Turkish before she gets bitten. <laughs> What'd you feed that? Did you drop him on his head when he was younger? Uh, no, no. He's got a little bit of, of Nick in him, so he could be a troll. So he, <laughs> I thought he, he was gonna say he's got like some of the tism in him or something. <laughs> he's a bit no, of the no. tism. <laughs> no, he's he's got a big uh, of. 
You will be receiving a phone call from your father to stop trolling. So be prepared, it's coming. He must him and his girlfriend must have broke up because he's uh he's 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 back on here lately. Oh, his old lady break up, he's in Heartbreak Hotel. Nah, nah, he's that that's straight. Houston, uh, he's doing good, man. He's doing good. They're doing good. That's good. Dude. You know, oh, we got nothing but love for him here. Yeah, we're all family. No, but uh, that's what I'm saying, dude. He's he's yeah, he's definitely got he's definitely got saying, some Uncle Nick in him, bro. Because he's a troll. <laughs> he, he can be a troll. Are you, are you saying Nick, that he's at the end of Jabroni Street at the SmackDown Hotel? <laughs> yeah. When, when we do the AFC East preview, we should probably have him on. When we talk about the Dolphins because he'll trash every other AFC East team. God left <laughs> arm. Look at my godly left arm. Uh, Sam, any uh, final thoughts here? Uh, yeah, no, just like going through history and like seeing guys like this, I, I'm with Scott. It's always interesting to see what everybody else has. Uh, but it also, it also reminds you that you need to, uh, enjoy what you have to till it's gone. Right. Derrick Henry's gone. Now, I think better days are ahead. Maybe not next year so much, but the year after that, maybe, but the, uh, you know, a lot of times undefeated. <laughs> yeah, we're going for it, baby, all the way. Uh, the um, but you, you look at it. Look, you can give me as much hopium as you want. I'm not getting that high anyway. So the um, but like like Derrick Henry, like you're, you're reflecting on that career that he just had with you and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people moping and whining. When I think you should just think about the eight years that you had. And what what you accomplished with it. So, never take your good players for granted. Is what how absolutely I that. not for nothing, but embrace the youth movement that you yeah, got coming to, to Tennessee. This is, you this is, we have never who raise your hand if you remember the last time the Titans were a passing offense. I can't think of one. So no, Steve, I, Steve McNair, and they were still a run team. Oh run yeah, first they, team they were still, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like this is new, and I'm you know, cautiously optimistic, but you know, I'm going to miss King Henry and I wish him well everywhere he goes. So I, I don't want to sit there and you shouldn't sit there either moping about some guy not being on the team. Okay. He's now, obviously he's more than some guy, but come on. Let's not act like Spears has to put on a show. I was just about to say, you saw glimpses of what Spears can do too. Oh right? yeah. So yeah. you give him more of a role. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's RB one. And in that division, Sam, I mean, I know you got to worry about Houston now and stuff and Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what's going to happen with Jacksonville? But as everybody's jumping all over Indy. Like, we don't even know what this kid is, bro. He couldn't even last I know. half this the is season. Exciting. So. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. It's exciting yeah. stuff. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It should be fun. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I dig it. Well, I that's the it, show, yeah. folks. Uh We'll be back Monday night. Uh, please check out me and Wits Head Kicks and Haymakers. We did that last night. Uh, covered uh, post uh, UFC 298 and uh, previewed the Mexico card <laughs> plus PFL versus Bellator. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so please check that out uh, if you're a big you know fight fan, anything else like that. A lot of laughs. Uh, other than that, we'll be back Monday night, eight o'clock Central, nine Eastern, with Jim and Jonathan. Talk a little. Uh, we're going to cover the NL West. Uh, so uh, it's the Dodgers and everybody else, it seems like. But we'll have to put the Dodgers one and figure out where the fuck all the other dominoes fall. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Dodgers, 
Dodgers won, Padres, and then flip a coin. Who, who knows? Dodgers I mean, Jonathan was on the uh, he was on the D backs yeah, early, so you know what yeah. I mean. He's on somebody else. Yeah, he he says, man. I missed that yeah. too, man. Yeah, he's, he's already told me who he's on this year. He'll switch it up. He'll switch it up. So, You'd be surprised. Uh, we'll see. Be a friend, tell a friend, like, subscribe, share. Sam, hit that outro, baby. Let's get out of here. Ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks so much for joining us, and until next time, let's.